It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Friday episode, and I am so glad you have chosen to join us. Of course, this is our casual Friday, so I'm wearing my Parkway Christian basketball shirt. It's the first day of December, and I'm going to have quite a few games that I'm coaching this this December. I'm coaching a, a, a high school basketball team at Parkway Christian here in Michigan, so that's going to be exciting. So maybe sometime email me, ask me how the team is doing, and I can tell you. But this is our Friday episode, and you know, we often ask on Fridays, we often remind you that if you ever have a question you would like us to to answer on the podcast, please send them to us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com. That's the8minutedevotion at gmail.com. Or you can just like the, like our Facebook page and put your uh, question there by searching the 8-Minute Devotion on Facebook. A couple other ways you can do it is just put your questions in the comment section on our YouTube videos on the 8-Minute Devotion page or our Facebook videos, also on the 8-Minute Devotion Facebook page. So there's a lot of ways you can reach us. We would love to answer your questions in a future episode. This question came in a couple weeks ago, and I'm glad we have the opportunity to answer it today. So today's question is this. How do do Christians in the workplace deal with non-Christians taking advantage of them in terms of work? Such as the non-Christian always saying the Christian will do it because they are nice and kind, or the Christian will help us out and do the extra, especially when the non-Christians are not doing their part. How do you handle it and still not lose the ability to witness to these non-Christians, I want to help but not be taken advantage of. So that was our question, and I won't say the person's name because she didn't sit, tell me if she wanted me to, but it's a great question from one of our listeners. So basically the question is, how can we, as believers, do we deal with non-believers in the workplace when they're taking advantage of us, when they take advantage of our kindness, when they take advantage of our good nature and our desire to help and be a witness for Christ, how do we deal with that? Well, I would say first and foremost, we treat our coworkers with love and honor and respect. We treat them the way we want to be treated. And if they do take advantage of us because of our faith, we still rejoice. We rejoice even in the times we're taken advantage of. I'm going to qualify this in a few ways soon, but the first and foremost answer is, if we are taken advantage of, we rejoice because it's an opportunity to shine the light of Jesus. Jesus himself said this in Matthew 5, 38 uh, until 42. It really answers this question. Jesus said, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic or garment, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you, and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. You know, in this passage that I just read, Jesus makes it clear that our orientation towards others, our posture towards others, is always service, humility, 
and turning the other cheek. Jesus says very, very little about standing up for your own rights. I know that's a popular concept today. Even in the church, I hear people say, you've got to stand up for yourself. You've got to self-love. You've got to self-care. You've got to do this for yourself. But notice, Jesus says extremely little about self-care, self-love, self-standing up for yourself. Jesus talks all about turning the other cheek. Jesus talks about taking the lower place. Jesus talks about humility and service. Now, of course, when I say Jesus doesn't talk about self-love, that doesn't mean he doesn't want us to love ourselves. It doesn't mean he wants you to, to, to talk bad about yourself. No, we should have a healthy self-esteem, but we don't need to focus on that. We're all born taking care of ourselves. The temptation is that we're tempted to not care about others. So we must orientate ourselves. I'm going to go against my natural inclination to put me first. I'm going to put others first. So that's the first thing to remember. Turn the other cheek. If you get taken advantage of, rejoice. Don't think that you have to fight back. Now, let me balance this a little bit because this does not mean you have to continually put up with abuse. If you have a boss who is abusing you, who's verbally abusive, of course, if it's ever physically abusive, you can get out of that place. If you have a coworker who treats you with no respect, you can gently speak up and say, hey, uh, let's remember this. Hey, don't forget about this. But you should always, in your, as you stand up for yourself, do it with respect, do it in a gentle spirit. Don't, don't guard the, regard the person as an enemy to fight. Regard them as someone to love. Even if they are your enemy, Jesus said, love your enemies. You know, an example of standing up for our rights on occasion would be the Apostle Paul. When he was beaten, he reminded those who had beaten him. He was like, hey, did you know I'm a Roman citizen? You can get in a lot of trouble for doing that to me. And he made them actually come personally and release him as a sign that, uh, as a sign of apologizing to him. So at some point, you can speak to that coworker lovingly and gently. Uh, you can refuse unreasonable requests and say, "Look, I understand that you want me to help with this, but I can't do it. It's not my job. It's your job. Uh, let me know if you need some help. I can give you advice. I'll I'll fill in where I can, but I'm not just going to do your job for you. Uh, if you're the boss." You do need to correct those who underperform. But again, we do it all. We treat others with love and respect. So there may be times you need to stand up and say, hey, I can't do this. Hey, you can't make me do this, you know, to to a coworker, to a peer. But you don't do it. Well, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to, you're, you know, you don't start telling them off. You don't start insulting them. You treat them lovingly, gently, and say, hey, this isn't my job this is yours. So always remember, your first response is never to fight. Your first response is not to demand your own rights. Jesus gave us the ultimate example. When he was mistreated, he kept going lower. He kept humbling himself. If there was anyone who ever could have said, well, you can't treat me that way, it was Jesus. He was the King of kings, Lord of lords, creator of the universe, Son of God. And yet when he was mistreated, he went lower and lower. You may say, well, this isn't fair. And you're right. It's not fair. God doesn't call us to fairness. God calls us to sacrifice. If God gave me what was fair, I wouldn't be saved. It's not fair that I'm saved. It's not fair that Jesus died in my place. God doesn't call me to fairness. God calls me to sacrificial love. And 
Just remember that as you're dealing with these non-believers. Yes, it may be frustrating at times. Yes, it may be challenging, but orientate yourself towards humility and service. When you need to speak up, do it, but do it out of gentleness, humility, and service. And I believe your witness will continue to shine. You can point your coworkers towards Christ in the way you speak to them. Even when they're not treating you fairly, you can point them. Jesus. That's your answer. I want to let you all know that for the next three weeks, we're going to have a special series called Christmas for the Hurting. I believe it'll be a blessing to many of you. Make sure you look for it starting next week, only on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.